Great. Um, uh, before I begin, um, I just want to say um, if we could all just keep uh, Joey in our thoughts and prayers um, as he recovers from his appendicitis. Um, I had the same thing like a while ago, and it's not fun at all. Like, it's the worst. So um, just keep him in your prayers. Um, all right. So my sermon is titled, if I can figure out how I wrote this, um, 50 Paths and Only One Pair of Feet. So when I started at AU, I came in as one of those open-eyed, driven freshmen who was like, all right, I want to do this. I want to be passionate about more social justice causes And I made a list for myself of 10 that I wanted to learn more about and become more involved in. Um, Some were like mental health, the environment, um, prison reform, um, equality, marriage equality, um, and there's a lot of others. Um, And you come to find, especially within the past year or so, that there's a lot of messed up stuff in this world. There really is. And there's many causes I want to fight, as well as a lot of people. So the big question is, how do I go about this? So AU is great when it comes to passionate, driven people. This is probably the first environment that I've been in where I've seen so many people just excited to go to school, wake up for their 810s, wanting to learn something, write like 50 page capstones or more. It's, it's great. Uh, and with that, there's a lot of passionate driven people who want to change the world, which I'm so honored to be in the presence of. Um, and when I came to AU, like just alone, like all the clubs that you could do, there's over 200, plus like all the nonprofits, internships, like NGOs, like it's endless, all the possibilities. So like college, social justice is a journey. Um, And this is mine. So my freshman year, I was involved in a bunch of different things. Like I did ATV, um, like the student television station and media. Um, I got involved with the uh, the Methodists a little later. I was active with the Catholics, um, as well as Fossil Free AU, EcoSense. Um, just to name a few. Um, so mostly my freshman year I did more climate related things and environmentalism. Um, then sophomore year that changed a little bit. Um, I became a PA so that kept me busy and I went abroad to Ireland and I joined the St. Vincent the Paulist Society um, and they're known for doing like community service, helping those who are in poverty. So we would have this thing called soup runs. So basically, we would go at night, like on the streets of Dublin, and um, just like give food and toiletries to homeless people. Um, and it was a really weird experience. Like you got to talk to someone who was homeless, like just see how they're doing, um, and like actually bond with someone rather than passing them on the street every day. Um, but I will say, my junior year was my most momental, monumental year, um, which was this past year. 
I learned a lot. A lot of you know I'm big into social justice. Um, like I've been at different protests and marches, and um, especially after the election. Um, like almost all of you, a lot of feelings on that night and afterwards, and still today. Um, but with that, what I did was I would go out um, for different, organ not organizations, but causes. So like for the Muslim man, um, my friends and I would organize and be a part of like the White House. Um, like I went with Emma Claire to uh, more of like a healing peace service. So it's really interesting. Um, and then later on with Appalachian Service Project, um, I traveled with Joey, Rick, Cassandra, um, Raquel, and um, Alex, and we served the people in Raynell um, in West Virginia whose town was devastated by like a thousand year flood. Um, but besides that, and I don't want to just drone on and on, um, but something that really struck out was my summer. Um, so I interned um, in an inpatient psych ward, and it's kind of hard to describe the atmosphere of that. Um, a lot of people think of, I don't know, someone wandering around aimlessly when you say psych ward or mental illness or someone being impatient. And while some of those images can be true, a lot of times it's not like that. Um, so the people that I worked with were mothers, fathers, brothers, sisters, daughters, grandmothers. It was one of the only places in the state of Pennsylvania that didn't that accepted people without insurance. So you literally had everyone. Um, not only were people mothers, fathers, brothers, sisters, they were drug addicts, lawyers, homeless people, Ivy League grads, but every single one had problems. And regardless what status, what class, what degree, or what degree you didn't have, they were basically on the same scale just different names, places, and times. Um, and that hit me that pretty much we're all in the same boat and we shouldn't stigmatize or think separately of someone who has a mental illness or is sick versus someone who's healthy because we all are susceptible to everything. Um, and I wanted to relate this to the passage of Amos, um, chapter 5, verses 21 to 24. So basically what he's saying is when it comes to giving or offering your time and talents, a lot of people will just do things just to do something. So for example, like maybe I'm very rich and I'll just write a check for $50. It'll be like nothing, like just a drop in the bucket. However, there could be someone who's poor as can be, but will still go out and serve their community for like an hour or two. Even though that has no monetary value, 
that has way more effect than just a little check that someone only had to scratch their pen for. Um, so what I find Amos is saying is that we're not doing necessarily enough compared to what we believe we think is enough. Um, and going back to Jesus' time, and even the Old Testament, all the way to now, we just call this something different. It could be considered slacktivism, or doing a hashtag, or even going to the Women's March but not really caring about women's issues. And that's, that's legit. Um, and if anyone's not familiar with the term slacktivism, um, it was kind of coined or gained more popularity with the past um, election cycle where people would be posting or taking pictures being like, oh, like, boo Trump or all that stuff, but not actually getting involved, like helping their neighbor or donating or spending their time. And I can see that in Amos's uh, writing and comparing that to now. Um, so, as I said before, there's 50 plus paths and you've only got one pair of feet. So how do you navigate this journey? I don't know. I don't have the answer. If someone does, like, please, please go ahead. I would love to hear it. Um, but like most of us, probably all of us, we still don't know. There's no roadmaps or signs saying, in 20 miles, you're going to fail your midterm. Or in 30 minutes, make a left onto the library. And in 30 days, you're going to get your diploma. Not necessarily, but we, we wish. Um, so what I found from what I did, I think I've realized that I want to change the way I go about social justice. Not necessarily not becoming involved, but rather refocusing where my energies are. As much as I thought it was effective to go out and to protest climate marches, the women's march, and I do think they are effective when you have a collective body and it shows that people care, are passionate, provides more awareness, but what really matters is what happens after the march, what happens after the protests, what happens in those communities. So if you're upset about how this past election went, make it your obligation to fix the people who are elected, whether that be running for office yourself or encouraging young millennials to take the place of people you don't want. If you're upset about the environment and climate change, try to figure out how you can reduce your own carbon footprint. Be the change you want to see in the world. And as I said before, I still don't know where my roadmap is leading me. I can look back on my footprints, have a pretty decent trail, but when it comes to the future, you have the tools to make your path, but remember that 
It's up to you to actually make that path.